everybody, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Kingdom Hearts Databases Cornerstone of Light podcast. Today is April 16, 2019. I'm Keyblade Spymaster, once again joined by Jaina Fire, and we have with us today David Russell from Project Custody. Hello. So excited for today. Um, so welcome everyone, thanks for joining us on this new episode of the podcast where we talk about everything going on in the Kingdom Hearts community, uh, from the latest development news to... You know, discussions, everything, everything going on in the Kingdom Hearts community that's involved. <laughs> um, today we're going to be discussing the music of the Kingdom Hearts series, especially the music of Kingdom Hearts 3. That's why we have David with us. We have an expert with us today. I'm going to say that. <laughs> um, and of course, we're going to be talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 generally. So, Shane, how are you doing today? Uh, 13, naturally. 13? What about you, David? How are you doing? My favorite number is 323. Three, three. So, three, three. how are you doing? <laughs> I am doing 18. 18. Fun fact. So, what you just heard was uh, we all, we all instead of saying how we were today, we said how many Project Distati members it takes to screw in a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> it only takes one. <laughs> I kid, I kid. I just, I just wanted to trick David into answering a question. That he didn't know he was answering. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say silence the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, David. <laughs> uh, but no, we just said our favorite numbers. Uh, so uh, I'm doing well. Um, I'm really excited to hear uh, uh, both KSM's and very much David's uh, thoughts on the King March Three soundtrack, the orchestra, and just music in general, uh, because. The series is great, especially the music. But it's yeah, it's good. Uh, but before we get but before we get into music, a uh, little bit of news uh, came our way, in the fact that uh, Union Cross uh, is celebrating its third anniversary and has a and first of all has a really good banner going on right now, where uh, depending on your level, that's how many uh, medals you get to draw. And naturally, I'm like I was like level 360, so I got 360 medals just to draw from a banner. It was crazy. Yeah, no, it was it's amazing. Uh, like, <laughs> oof, it was great. I got so many things I wanted. Didn't get Monster Sora, but you know. Um, As somebody who doesn't play uh, Union Cross, what is what is the current max level? Current max level, I believe, is 400. Is it? Okay. I, I think they, uh, it used to be 300, then they raised the cap, um, and I haven't, and, but, like, getting from 0 to 300 is, like, I did it in a year, and then, uh, 300 to 400, it's taken me, uh, I'm not too, I'm not too active, like, I'm not crazy with stuff, but it, I'm only 360, so, uh. Meanwhile, true, in one day, he's gotten to 400. <laughs> I know, because Churro is a madman, regardless of what he does. <laughs> uh, we appreciate Churro's on the stream. Um, also, in Union Cross news... Oh, I was going to say, I think oh, yeah. it's funny that Union Cross is celebrating its third anniversary. So, this month marks, I think, the third anniversary since its launch in Japan. Yep. Is that correct? Uh, since its la uh, April 1st was its launch in America, or internationally... Uh, it's it's Japan celebrated theirs end of March. Mm, okay. And they have been around yeah, for well, about no, the same September, time. September, isn't it? I remember, I remember there's, there's one that they celebrate in September, and so I think it's funny that they celebrate anniversaries like every six months. Yeah. Like it's their third anniversary in September. 
It's also our third anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we Americans celebrate uh, Japan's anniversary because we're very picky and we're like, why don't we get this stuff? Uh, and they complain at every single tweet uh, uh, Cooks North America comes out with because that's what we do. We're never satisfied. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> However, good good news in the Union Cross uh, in the Union Cross world. We just got a story update, which uh, ha- which revealed a new world. We haven't had the world name yet, and we haven't seen the world logo. Uh, all we saw was um, Ephemer and the player walking into uh, Game Central Station uh, from the Wreck or Ralph movies. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, that brings. And. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll. 875 teases uh, Wreck It Ralph World and Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. It's the first time um, a world has been introduced in Kingdom Hearts Union Cross that hasn't been introduced in another Kingdom Hearts title already. Yep. It's the first original Disney World to Union Cross. Yeah. Um, it's also fun. It's been teased. We've more or less expected this for almost a year now. Yeah, because uh, I think they said that um, when the Wreck-It Ralph trailer came out is when Namara, like slightly before that, Namara said the very next trailer, which was the Wreck-It Ralph one, he said there will be a cross. In, uh, there will be a world in Union Cross that features a that features an element in the trailer. Yeah, in Kingdom Hearts three, and it turned out, and everybody was guessing that it would be Wreck-It Ralph, and it was. So, um. Exactly. We know everything. We've predicted. We predicted uh, Terra uh, being the guardian. Like you can't stop us. <laughs> we're we're prophetic. We have just a pancake. We are prophets. Um, but on that note, real quick, uh, in case you haven't figured it out, we are going to be discussing Kingdom Hearts three. Yes. Which uh, includes spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled. Come back later when you finish the game. <laughs> Please don't leave. Or but, stay with us and, and be spoiled. We don't mind. I don't care. That's on you, son. We don't mind. That's, that's not my deal. Uh, given that, um, though, so, yeah, we're not going to be talking about Union Cross because that's boring. We're going to be talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 because that's not boring. We have opinions on that. Specifically, different th- from last week, we're going to be talking about the music. Surprise, because, you know, Project Testati's here. So, they're like one of one third of Project Testati. My, my opinions are only my own. The other <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Testati represents the entirety of his project. <laughs> we kid, we kid. Um, so, kind of, so for those of you who don't know uh, who or what, rather, uh, Project Testati is, uh, we want to give you a little bit of an insight. Um, so, they are, actually, if you want to introduce yourself, it might be a little bit better. Uh, yeah, let's, let's see. see. Um, Project Testati was started, I think it was like six years ago. Something like that. You're about to celebrate your anniversary, too, aren't you? Uh, I don't even remember when we started uh, April 26th, according to my calendar. At this point, I just, we just do stuff, and then... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it started six years ago, it's a Kingdom Hearts reorchestration project, where uh, we take the songs and give it the, the full orchestral treatment that we felt like it deserved. Now, with Kingdom Hearts 3 already having a mostly live soundtrack, um, uh, the mission has kind of shifted to be more explanatory. 
of, of the music. So like we'll take Tara's theme and explain his story with musical motifs. And like we've done this for lots of songs. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. that's what we do in Project Design. Yeah. Uh, my fa- my favorite project to study fa- factoid is that how we uh, how the world came to know them, and that was because they <laughs> they put up a web page uh, back before we had any news about Kingdom Hearts three that all it said was project to study and it had dive to the heart uh, I think was that your real orchestration of it yeah it was the end of the world um, from awakening yeah, yeah. It, it, it was the only orchestration of uh end of the world and we all thought it was kingdom hearts 3 news oh yeah and they got slapped with a uh lawsuit threat <laughs> because some interviewer was like namara what is this and he's like i know nothing about this we're gonna have to talk to them <laughs> that is my favorite thing um, and they've just been active in the Kingdom Hearts community for uh, since their inception, uh, and we've uh, I've been on podcasts and whatnot, and friends with them. Met them in real life. It was great. Uh, so, uh, well, how did so get, given that? How did you decide to start? Like, what what made you go? Yeah, we want to do this. Oh man. Um, well, at the time, um, from like two thousand eight and onward. Uh, I was personally in still in like high school, college. Um, mm-hmm. but the idea of doing bureaucracy projects was pretty prolific in the video game music community. So like there was Band Symphony, um, there was uh, the Twilight Symphony Zelda project, and there was Pokemon uh, Orchestrated. And we felt like Kingdom Hearts more than anything else really deserved a bureaucracy project. So we took it upon ourselves um, to. To do that, so we formed a group, and uh, things just kind of grew from there. Sebastian is amazing with the um, project organizing, and Kristen's amazing with the, the arranging and playing, and and then I play piano. <laughs> I I always introduce you guys uh, to to people like yeah, project design is just three people, and they're like what, and they're like yeah. They have somebody that does the woodwinds. They have somebody that does the piano. Who does all the woodwinds. <laughs> does all the woodwinds. They have somebody that does the piano. And then so the most important instrument, he plays the licensing. So <laughs> he plays the copyright. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's been, it's been about six years since uh, you first... Uh, were birthed um, as a group. So how how's it feel uh, looking back uh, six years ago to now? Uh, I'm, I'm real, real glad, glad that we're better, better than we were six years ago. Six years ago, the, the music was was good, but it, like now it's thought out, produced well. It's fun. It's good to see that there's an actual progression of ability. I think. Mm-hmm. So I, def- yeah. I definitely hear um, a difference between uh, your first album, Awakening in Darkness, and how much you've grown, uh, and how much... The, the fact that, you know, Awakening is like four short songs, and then Darkness is uh, like, like, what was it, 26? Oops. It's, but, uh, how much was it? Like two or two and a half hours? Uh, something like that, yeah. It was, probably, yeah. It was huge. I think mine's yeah. in my car, so I can't check, but... We had other people do uh, brass and strings and 
Uh, we had a mastering engineer from Sony master it, and the, like the whole. Well, we had the live orchestra too. Um, yeah. Production. Yeah. Uh, there, there are a couple more projects in the works right now, so that's exciting to, work, to talk about. And uh, any hints you're allowed to give us? Um. No. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I won't be rude and, and press for press for questions. Uh, although I will say I am I am anticipating any sliver of news that you that you guys will give us in the future. Uh, I expect that um, something two of the projects will happen this year. Ooh. And the third tentatively next year, but we'll. Alright. That's very tentative. Alright. I will be sure to uh, misquote that completely and spread it around the internet <laughs> to gain views. Whoops. Right? It's okay. Kingdom Hearts 3 messed up too, so you're good. <laughs> if they can do it, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. So, the real uh, meat of this podcast, if you will. <laughs> Uh, as good as good as that, um, at those appetizers were, uh, is going to be talking about the music of Kingdom Hearts uh, and Kingdom Hearts Three. So, uh, KSM, if you, what 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 are your thoughts on the Kingdom Hearts music? Um, for the most, I mean, I think all of it is just incredibly, wonderfully done. Um, almost all of them kind of help immerse you. I mean, that's the point of video game music, isn't it? Is to help bring to life the, the very world your stages you're in, right? Mm -hmm. um, more more complement what the the visuals the visuals of the game. Um, I think the Kingdom Hearts music has done that really well. I am no music expert at all, but I I I I think what's also great about the music is that it's catchy enough, it's good enough that you want to listen to it outside of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not you know, listening to the, when I get sick of the radio, I just turn on Kingdom Hearts music mm -hmm. on my phone. When I was in uh, elementary school, I probably mentioned this before, but when I was in elementary school, um, I took a, uh, a recorder, I think I have it back there somewhere, but I took a recorder and I held up to TV and recorded uh, Utada Karu's um, Simple and Clean, and I just would listen to it on the bus right home. Amazing. That was my experience with Kingdom Hearts music. And then I grew to enjoy Hollow Bastion and what else? Shares of the Knots. like that. And now the soundtrack is. I'm so, 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 so. Good to know I've been pronouncing Shares of the Knots very wrong. <laughs> because Latin. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's Italian, isn't it? It's Italian, yeah. Yeah. Shares of the Knots and Knots is Joker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't actually. I should have looked that up. I never looked that up. <laughs> I, yeah. Education I here. Before, but I can't remember. I I kept pronouncing it shares they don't they note so I don't know. I don't know what life is. <laughs> That's fair. We can we'll ask Everglow later. Uh, <laughs> Everglow, do you pronounce this? Um. <laughs> Is the study pronounced that way? <laughs> pronouncing, uh, pronouncing your own band name wrong, that's amazing. It's like you find out it's pronounced differently. Your entire existence is put on that would be extremely Well, you know, we can't even pronounce words like uh, Marluxia and uh, Luchard uh, correctly until we hear them right. So, um, I, yeah, 
I've been mispronouncing. Apparently, I've been mispronouncing Luke Sword this whole time. Yeah. I'm not changing it because Kingdom Hearts 3 decided to give him that name. <laughs> yeah, screw you, it's Luxord. <laughs> yeah, that's how I used to pronounce it. L Luxy. Luxu. Marluxa. Did you know? Y'all can fight me tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, I think it, I think it's uh, zero question that uh, we, we're three uh, lovers of um, the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack and uh, Shimomura's as well as um, the names are slipping from me. Ishimoto and Sekito. Those are the ones. Uh, their work as well. Um, and uh, I... I I don't want to play favorites with real life people, but I think we've had the most experience with Shimomura, so um, we're we're more familiar with her work. Um, so big uh, f fan crush, if you will, on Shimomura and all she does. Bless her. I like Ishimoto's um, stuff for Twiwi. <laughs> Twiwi. Yeah. Um, Falling and, and oh, what's the other one? It's famous. I can't remember. It's mostly guitar and rap. On Twister. It. Twister, yeah, that's a, yeah. There's another one also, like a third one. Calling. <laughs> Just those two. <laughs> Only those two tracks. Oh, okay. I like, I like those tracks and Ishimoto's. Yeah, I really like the Kingdom Mixes of them as well. I don't know either. Was he the one that did the Tron themes uh, for Dream Drop? I can't remember. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I can look it up. Yeah. I'm not sure more that. No, I said no. He, uh, the Tron music was done by one of those other two people. Uh, admittedly, I'm not as familiar with those two people's work. I love Rinsler Recompiled, by the way. I yes, Rinsler Recompiled is is my one of my favorites from Dream Drop, actually. Um, really? Yes. It says that Yoko did Rinsler Recompiled. Oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> and Gigabyte Mantis was Sekito. Oh, okay, so they all kind of worked on Tron together. They did their own. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I love the fun fair. I'm not talking about Dream Drop. I was gonna say we're not gonna talk about Dream Drop, but like, I know I want to look at the list and be like, this is good, this is good, this is good. Uh, here, what we really want to talk about, um, I guess, is Kingdom Hearts three. The one without an official track list. Go figure. But, um. The, what, uh, although one of my favorite things about this little time that we're in is that uh, this happened especially with like Days and Birth by Sleep as well is that when we didn't have um, official titles, fans will start making their own titles for soundtracks I remember that they, they called Shion's uh, last song, The Vector to the Heavens they called that Dirge of the 14th, 14th. yeah, yeah. I think they called the Tumbling something Else too. Xion's is the one I remember the most, definitely. I think they had a couple songs for Birth by Sleep uh, as well. And I'm sure if you dig real deep in the YouTube archive, you can find some weird title names. Uh, and uh, it YouTube doesn't really allow that for much anymore because their interface has changed, but if you can find them, definitely check them out. They're a lot of fun. Um, so I know for Kingdom Hearts 3, they've, they dubbed the uh, uh, Trinity theme for uh, Xemnas... Uh, young Xanort and Ansem, that, that was dubbed uh, es Escurita del Xanort. Yeah. Yeah, love that. That's Which I'm like, ooh, I like that one. Um, I thought that was an official name. I was disappointed when it wasn't. I was like, come on. No, we don't have any official names, unfortunately. 
It matches the theming of Dream Drop Distances, uh, Impeto, Espirito, and, and yeah. uh, the ones they gave for Handsome and... Zemnus, yeah. yeah. Dang it, I knew the names of those and I can't remember. I can, but they're Latin, so I'm gonna slaughter them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Lemonenzo Oscura. Limpeto Oscuro. Limpeto Oscuro, yeah. I'm pronouncing them in Spanish. <laughs> That's better than, like, my English, so, because they are not meant for English. Whoever is Italian and is listening to our podcast, I'm sorry. We apologize. Um, so, the, uh, so, Kingdom Hearts 3 music, overall, yay or nay? That's a loaded question. If you had to judge the soundtrack in its entirety, like, where would it rank with other soundtracks? Oh, I see. Um, as a whole, not not the best for sure. I think that it is. This is so hard to say because I think it's the most technically good it's ever been, mm-hmm. and compositionally good it's ever been. Um, but as a whole, not as good as. Uh, I think King Wars Two is my current favorite. So. Okay. Higher King Wars Three for me, but King Wars Three is real freaking good to me. So mm-hmm. I'm putting it right underneath as my second favorite. Okay. Just, just because of the technical ability and the, the compositional expertise, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun to listen to because there are like a million moving parts, and like the the case for King Wars One and King Wars Two soundtracks were that there weren't so many moving parts, and so. It was more of a background soundtrack, but this is more like, uh, like you're in the moment when you listen to these songs because they're so technically complex in my mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I've um, I, I'm a big because I my favorite instruments are like any type of string, um, so violins, violas, cellos, basses, any kind of string instrument just like pulls me. Uh, if you want to seduce me, that is the way to go. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't play any instruments, unfortunately. Um, I, w- I wish I did. If I were to, I would totally play the violin, because, oh, bless. Or, I, I don't know, I could pick one. One of those. Um, My favorite tone is the, the viola, like, in all regards. Give every viola a <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't tell, um, I can't tell the difference between instruments. It is a, it is a string. Um, how, uh, however, um, I've seen, uh, uh, I think it was violins and violas in, like, rock concerts, and it made them, like, ten times better. Like, holy goodness, you want to make any song better, add strings. That is, I'm gonna die on this hill. Uh, I'm not saying it works for every song, but gosh darn it, it works for most of them. Uh, that being, (laughs) that being said, um... I think Birth by Sleep is very much um, one of my favorite soundtracks. It has so many good points that it hits. And also, funny that you mention that because they focus so much on the violin as being the instrument of that game. Exactly. That's why you like it. Yes, exactly. That is very much why. I think Birth by Sleep actually caused my love for violins uh, and string music. So, King Wards definitely got me into classical music. Uh, it's kind of weird that they gave uh, Terra 
like I understand exactly why they did it because the whole theme of the game is violin. Mm -hmm. uh, but they gave Tara his melody as a violin rather than what uh, we did. Kristen did rather mm -hmm. give it to a trumpet because it's the most. It's a noble instrument. Yeah, it's Tara's character better, but violin is also fine. But I think yeah, it's kind it's of weird. it is kind of odd because like every <laughs> give it to a trumpet. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, every character has their own, like, I instrument or, or, like, set of instruments. So it is, I did find that weird that I, I kind of took that a little bit as, like, his connection with Aqua um, and just that friendship. So I would, I would, like, expand it further. Maybe say the violin of BBS um, that was prevalent in the dearly beloved of the title screen mm -hmm. is yeah. pervasive throughout the whole of the soundtrack. And just, and just say, say like, like it's it's, it's the theme of birth by sleep. Birth by sleep. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. I think Riku is is a cello, and uh, Sora is a piccolo. <laughs> yeah, I saw your tweet about the piccolo earlier. Oh, it's, so cool. it's so cool that Sora has a piccolo as his main instrument. I know, amazing. <laughs> Because it's this cute little thing, and, like, he's a cute yeah. little thing. It's such a cute thing. Like, the thing cuts through the orchestra, and it, it hurts to listen to. But sure, it just, uh, she's crazy. I love it. She is, though. Because sometimes Sora hurts to listen to, so it fits. <laughs> I think that's why they chose it. Yeah. So. I think, when did they introduce Sora's name? Because I don't actually know. Kingdom Hearts 2. Was it 2? Okay. Yeah, yep. right after the prologue is the first time we hear Sora's theme. Right before you get Valor Farm, yep. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm, no, I'm just... right when, um, when Sora wakes up. Oh, that's right, it does play earlier. Yep. It's immediately after Roxas' theme, uh, closing the prologue. So yeah, it literally breaks through the orchestra. <laughs> I'm here! Roxas, this theme, and all of a sudden, bum, bada, bum, bum, yeah, <laughs> it's like, and then, yep, sort of like, <laughs> I'm here. Wow, what a transition. <laughs> I just recently played through King Wars 2, um, Critical for the first time. Ooh. Recently, like this year. Uh-huh. fun to, to remember where all the music comes in exactly. Oh, man. That, that Vim and Vigor moment. Um, oh, yes. The first time that plays King Wars 2 is my favorite mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, so, Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> We're... Likewise, in Kingdom Hearts 3, when they played Vim and Vigor, when you went to the boss rush uh, with Hercules. Yes. That was mind-blowing, too. That was cool. I'm ready to play Demix. I was excited. I was excited when I first heard Vim and Vigor. Because up until that point, other than Distati, I think, um, and Dearly Beloved, obviously, but obviously we've been hearing the same, or the, these new tracks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Vigor is back. Yeah. I don't remember actually. Was um, when did the cutscene with uh, Hades and Sora and Goofy and Donald take place? Was that very oh, first cutscene? Before, yeah. Yeah. So in that cutscene, Shimura did uh, the underground theme. From yes. Oh, oh, that yeah. was so cool. The musical storytelling is like a movie in Kingdom Hearts 3. It's so good. That's that's. I think I got um. I think I got much more of an enjoyment um out of three because of the music and because I've listened to it so many times and I'm able to identify like oh that's the underground theme oh that's Vim and Vigor, uh, <laughs> so, 
So I feel like I got this. Like a lot of people got more depth to the to the game uh, by knowing the music than uh, people that just kind of play through it and then oh yeah, three is here. In a sense, I think that that's kind of what this project study is about because we're trying to make people, you know, recognize and appreciate the soundtrack that Shimomura has given us and to be able to recognize the con the themes and the complex like connections that she's put into the soundtrack. Like, a lot of composers just write songs, and there's no overarching connection between them, but, like, she thinks a lot about uh, themes and motifs and putting them in proper places, except for the last battle track, but she didn't put that Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, so, we're gonna, we're, uh, let's go by world a little bit. Uh, oh, so, we did talk about Olympus. What else about Olympus kind of amazed you guys, or, like, that you want to talk about? Hmm. That you can I think of. I like the world and uh, the the field and battle things. I'm trying to think of gameplay wise. In, in I don't know. I just like this. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the the flan theme. The seven seven. Um, I remember one of that. They're different depending on the flans. It's it's, 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 like a, it's like a like a goofy version of the world that it takes place in. No. Is it? Because no, I know that Corona, Corona is like a goofy version of the field theme. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that one is. I, I yeah, the yeah, one the one for the fun in um, Kingdom of Corona is definitely a. a it's, it's almost like a dream eater kind of version. Yeah, because like da 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 da. Yeah, exactly. They did that kind of treatment to um, the Kingdom of Corona thing for that fun. Um, I think uh, Big Hero Six also funder, falls under that category too, because I remember it a little more techy. Yeah, that might be true. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember the Big Hero 6 theme. Funnily enough, I don't think Shimmer worked that one. That makes makes sense. Because I think it was. I think she doesn't do some of more of the electro stuff. For is what I've been noticing. Yeah, I would say that. I think she did in Kingdom Hearts 2. Tron yeah, yep. Yeah, she yeah, did she the did two. She, she did, did the battle and field themes for Tron and two, and for um, the grid and Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, the Rings of the Recompiled. Yeah, and Rings of the Recompiled, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I guess, I guess she does focus more on. But did I think she did the soundtrack for Coded as well, right? Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't think they introduced any other composers until. Uh, until Dream Drop. Dream Drop. Well, BBS had uh, Psychotome. Oh, that's right, BBS had some. Yep. Because he did Vanitas' theme, which was also in 3. Which was also... Sure it was a good addition, I loved it. I didn't think I would like it, but I did. Um, I was... Um, so... I hope this. I hope that man does well uh, with all he does and whatever he does. Uh, however, I am not the biggest fan of his tracks. Um... Who's again? Sorry. Be, uh, Sekido's. Uh, and, Ish and Ishimoto? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of their tracks. Um, I really liked uh, Enter the Darkness and Enter the Void. Um, so I... But outside of that, it's like, eh. Like, the Tron themes aren't really fun to listen to for me outside of uh, the grid. Like, outside of the game, like some of the other ones are. So I was a bit worried when I heard they would be on the soundtrack. Um, but, uh, 
so f but I don't think anything was too uh for me it was too awful. Um it like nothing was awful. Like it, it exceeded my expectations. That's a better way of putting it. <laughs> I think for me hearing the final world, Shimon Ward doing that, that makes up for the entire... Yes! That is one of my favorite tracks from 3, is yeah, the final the world. That and the Scarlet Kyle theme are the best things I've ever heard from her. I, I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of people do praise for Scala and Kylum, which is the three, the three seconds we got the, the ten se yeah the three seconds of that we do here in game. I'm so glad people ripped it though. Interrupted it with the Ishimoto Yeah, um, but I think people are definitely sleeping on both um, the Final World theme. What's that? Bouncerama. Bouncerama. Everyone's sleeping on Bouncerama, Bouncerama, though. Who doesn't sleep on that? I sleep on that. <laughs> it was, though. I was surprised. Uh, yeah. I, I was surprised. <laughs> I can say that about every single track. I was surprised by this. Let me be brutally honest. Bouncerama is what saved Acre. Yes. Big agree. Unstable. Unsalvageable. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little stretch and say Bounce Rama and the art style because I really like the art style how it looked like they were in a pop up book but besides that screw that world completely. <laughs> I just wish like it, there was um, two roads in that world and I yeah go into the the back one because it looked like I like, like, tried to go back there when I first played the game mm -hmm. and it says like in the vegetable garden something. So, if that world was, like, two rooms bigger or something, I think that would be... Oh, completely. That would have... You know, if they would have had the same minigames in different rooms, that would have helped. Yeah. Right. And, and, like, maybe maybe two or three versions of Bouncerama want a sped-up version and the slow, the slower uh, Celtic version that we have. Yeah. I would. I think it did speed up, didn't it? During, when it was, like, the last ten seconds of the minigame? Oh, it might have. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I, I platinumed the game, but I can't remember. That was like the, one of the first things I did. <laughs> I know I I platinumed it, but I've only done it on my I did it on my first playthrough, so I didn't. Uh, I mean, I didn't. I beat the final. I didn't beat the final bosses. The last thing, like I did other things, or I I, uh, I went back, but it was still in the first file. So I'm waiting for the, the critical mode release and the DLC stuff to come out later this year to play it again because I'm yes. really rush when I replay it. Yes. Um, yeah, but I think my favorite world uh, regarding music was Corona. That's the most inventive, magical, and the time signatures were different. I, like the, the phrases were cool, and the the lead was a freaking marimba. It's so wild! I love it so much. Yeah, that was uh, that was so fun to listen to. KSM, what was what was your like favorite world to listen to? I guess. Ooh, I had a lot. Um, well, okay, so uh, I guess what what a better thing would be. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the battle theme to Kingdom of Corona. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's something about somewhere towards the end of the of, of um, that track that just like I don't know it is kind of like a happy track. Yeah. Uh, so I really enjoyed that one. When it, when it went, went to, to the the, uh, the swampy, swampy part, part in the middle of the world, oh yeah, uh, the field theme transitions from the high bouncy uh, marimba part to the 
slow, uh, I think it was woodwind driven version. Oh, I was like, oh, right. So, best yeah, musically, visually, gameplay wise. Would you say it's your favorite world? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. That's that's, that's, that's by, by far, far my favorite Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts world, world in all the games. games. Oh, wow! Really? All right. Symphony of Sorcery beats it barely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I guess a better way to go. The other world I really enjoy listening to music to is um, Arendelle. I really enjoyed the field theme to Arendelle. Yeah, I like that a lot too. Did you know it's not composed by Shimamura? It's a Sekitos. Really? Wow. Fun. Fun facts. Wow. It was good stuff. Just like her style, which is rare. It does. Sekitos, on point. He can be the. He can be a. He's allowed to be a. I will allow it this one time. It's good. I like. I like. I like what he does. And his his. He like focuses on guitar mostly. I think guitarist. Yeah, his compositions are pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I guess a better way to go about this is like, what are some of the ones that stood out, and we'll just talk about those rather than going by world just for time's right. sake. Well, that's a, that's good, a good point. point. Um, I thought the moment, the Union Cross moment with dearly beloved and Key. Oh yeah. Key of Darkness or Key of Light, Door to Light or something like that. That was amazing. <laughs> that was so cool. And I think um, Kawawata's version of Face My Fears was really good. Although you can't really do a lot with that melody because it stays in one place most of the time. Yeah, it's very like popish. Yeah. Like he, it was made to be a pop song. He did what he could, and it, it sounds great. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of funny that um, the there was a fan-made version of Face of an orchestral version for Face My Fears. Thomas is now Rody. I think it's funny that that one, I felt, would have been a much better introduction video than the orchestral for Dumping Twice that was in the game. I'll have to listen to this one, I haven't heard this. It's kind of funny that they went with uh, Dumping Twice instead of Face My because Face My Fears kind of, I guess, lends itself better. I think the reason for that was that, um, I know that by the time Utada and Skrillex were talking, uh, Face My Fears was already written, so my guess was that they are, that Karuwada just started on uh, orchestrating that um, before. Cause, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because the original plan was to do a uh, Skrillex remix of uh, Don't Think Twice, and then he's like, I can't really do this because this song is perfect. Let's make a new song. Uh, so that, that that's how. <laughs> yeah, so that's how Face My Fears came out. Um, it's not perfect is the official excuse, the real reason <laughs> I really want to make a new song with Utada Kitaro. <laughs> also that, like, you know, who who wouldn't do that? Right. I mean, I would do it if I knew how. Yeah, exactly. I'm really curious to hear Skrillex do a, a, a waltz. Uh, don't think twice in 3-4. But I don't think I've ever heard Skrillex do a, a song that's not common time before. So it'd be cool to hear him do that. I'm not as familiar with Skrillex, so I can't say. But, yeah. For me, songs, songs that, that stood out, out for the reason that they, or for the fact that they haven't stood out, I guess, if that makes sense. I noticed that because they suck. 
mostly, mostly the, the, the themes, themes in, in I feel anyway personally, the themes in Caribbean and in San Francisco. I'm so glad you said that. Because they just, they, they're kind of, I don't know, I honestly can't even remember them. Yeah. They're not memorable, and I think, in my opinions, don't count for Christmas Sebastian, of course. But oh, yeah. I, I personally don't like it at all, because <laughs> when you orchestrate a track and you put every instrument playing the melody at once, it's just like a, a wall of sound, and there's no nuance with the harmony, or there's no, there's no interesting percussion texture and some people like that's their favorite track so like and they're fine for liking that yeah but i the thing that makes a song memorable and really really good for me is nuance with the harmony and and clever melodic writing that goes to a place that is unexpected mm -hmm. and, uh, with the caribbean soundtrack it's like every instrument is playing the melody and you've got drums and like that's yeah so that's, that's why, why I don't, I don't personally like it. It's just choir blasting sound. Yeah. Right. Even for like the the climax of the song. Why are you showing me it now? It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's why. That and like, I think that's personally some of the problems with my, uh, like how I perceive Shimoto's soundtracks is they're very wall of sound. Like every instrument is playing the melody and you've got like a percussion thing. And like that's it. But Shimomura, by comparison, has a, a certain instrument playing a melody, and then like proper orchestral balancing of, of the colors and textures underneath, and it's it's like a it's a proper blend of specific orchestral sound for that role that make it unique. That's why I think that Corona is so memorable because it's got that lead marimba and it's got mm -hmm. weird time signatures and it's got it it. it if you, if you limit yourself when you write uh, in the instrumentation, then it's more memorable, in my opinion. So mm -hmm. that's why I like that world a lot. That's why I don't like the Caribbean soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It was def. It was definitely not one of my favorites either. Um, it, especially the field theme, was very unmemorable. The ba the battle theme was. What's that? I, I think I liked uh, Port Royal a little bit. That was mostly guitar, right? Like a guitar strumming, and then like a violin. The Kingdom Hearts 2 Port Royal? No, Kingdom Hearts 3. When you go to Port Royal, okay, yeah, yeah. You can hear. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I think I remember. I can't remember that one. It's like guitar strumming. There's a violin melody on top. Yeah. That. It's like a calmer variation of the one that you usually hear in the sea. Oh, is it? I didn't. I haven't listened yeah, to it. Yeah, so there are basically variations of the same melody. Okay. Um, I'll listen more. <laughs> I've been listening to Scholar Cloud. No, I feel you. <laughs> I've been listening to the same like five. Um, but that's all I remember. Like I can't remember how the melody actually goes. Mhm. Mm I just remember hearing them. I can't remember who posted um, excerpts from the soundtrack from the game. A lot so of people. There's, there's, there's like three like different, different versions, versions of the field theme for the Caribbean, and they're, and they're all about practically the same. same. They're just variations. Different of parts. Yeah. yeah. That that was something. Compositional technique. That maybe if the first one's not executed well, then all. Not <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. That's something. This that uh something to mention about this game that uh the other ones didn't do was that 
that I really liked was that every world had multiple themes. Uh, usually we had one yeah. field theme, one battle theme, and then um, maybe some other themes that were in several worlds, like Vim and Vigor and Desire for All That Have Lost. And if you were lucky, if, you're lo if your world was lucky, it was Halloween Town. Exactly. So... <laughs> Uh, and and one of those didn't even make it on the, on the soundtrack. Um, this kid, 047, released a video uh, yesterday, and he was talking about the good and bad of King Hearts 3. Yes! And I agreed with his point, saying um, how if you didn't like a certain battle theme, you're kind of stuck with it in King Hearts 2. But in King Hearts 3, there's just so much music that happens all the time that you, mm -hmm. know, you can never like, get used to a certain song, which helps with movement and feeling like uh like there's a constant progression of like your oral progression yeah he liked the soundtrack a lot i think so yeah i have yet to view that entire video but he often has really good points uh i i enjoy his view on the series a lot um but uh i yeah i think one of one of my favorites uh for field themes, uh, was actually Olympus's in the like w when you're going up the mountain, uh, because it had all these different little like segments, uh, like similar to I don't want to say similar to, but uh, kind of like how One Wing Angel has different parts of a song that are like different. Uh, the Olympus theme kind of did that as well. It it, bl it blended a little bit more, but like it. I just thought it was just really fun to listen to. So I think that was one of my favorite field themes. I um, I think Shimura really tried hard on that first world, making it like cohesive and making it as good of a, an oral experience as you, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. I think Shimura also intended for Olympus to be kind of like throwing you all the cool stuff that King Wars 3 has all in one world. Yep. <laughs> really pulling you in. Yeah, the first world like nailed it. Um, that, oh yeah. I, I I mean I like I like Olympus' soundtrack a lot, but um, actually I'll just I'll, it, it, I like it more than most of the field themes of King Wars. So it's it's high on this. Yeah. So it also helps the shit more. Yeah, I ha I have this little theory in my head that like the earlier the world they had, the more time was put on it. So like. San Francisco and like some of the later and like Monsters Inc. didn't have as much time put in it as like Olympus and Tangle did, uh, and I think it really shows even like even with the music, uh, I feel like the all the good soundtracks were toward the beginning of the game. Yeah, I think also like, they had been talking about putting Arendelle in Kingdom Hearts three since. Before the game was, or before the movie was out, and that was yeah, in before the first trailer for King Wars Three was out. So yeah. Long time for, and also freaking Arendelle's soundtrack is great. So. Mhm. Mm yeah. Mhm. Exactly. They did good. <laughs> uh, so I guess what what were some more like uh, uh, soundtrack? What were your favorite? What were some of your favorite remixes, if you will? Oh yeah. Oh, Let's talk about remixes that. because that's. Those are the ones that make you go, ho, 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 like while you're playing. <laughs> Honestly, flipping every single one that was like an old track and redone for this game was fantastic. But the one mm -hmm. that stood up most to me were um, uh, The Afternoon Streets from, from Twilight Oh, Tower. yes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, the land departure theme was great. I think the, the promise beginning was mm -hmm. for that great moment. Um, oh, uh, uh, when Yen Sid uh, smashed down and did the. the yes! <laughs> this scene theme was incredible. What theme was that? It's a, it's a magical mystery, which is the mysterious tower theme, but it's played with like a string. Austin, I haven't even noticed it. I'm going to watch this again. Yeah, look, definitely give it a listen. It was it. I didn't notice it my first time until somebody pointed it out. I heard the first, I heard the first three notes. I was like, oh, that was good. Um, what else? I haven't seen this. I mean, I played through it, but I don't remember this. <laughs> I like, I like the new Lord of the Castle when you fought um, Marluxia and Mark. Oh, Marluxia, yeah. yeah. And I guess Luxord. Luxord. I don't think that Savannah Pride when you summon Simba was a change, or if it was. It sounded cha I listened to it outside of the game. Very little, I think. Yeah, I listened to it outside of the game, and it sounded slightly different than in game. But I'm also, I was also used to the vanilla KH2 version of it. So between tw two point five and three, I don't know if there was much changed. Uh, that one's good. Let's see what else. Look at the soundtrack on YouTube now. Um, yeah. Uh, Shrouding Dark Cloud. That was good. Yeah, I heard that during the KH3 premiere. Yeah. Yeah. That so, was not gonna lie. That one is probably. Uh, I'm not gonna say it is, but it's up there as one of my favorite remixes in this mm -hmm. game. I really enjoyed how they remixed Shrouding Dark Cloud. Um, I kind of would. I kind of hope they they would have included Shrouding Dark Cloud elsewhere again in a different yeah. remix. But it being one of the the battle themes for Toy Box is fine as long as I can. Yeah. Yeah, as long as I can listen to it, it's all good. <laughs> I think uh, I think a remix people tend to sleep on uh, in favor for a lot of the original tracks uh, was the Keyblade Graveyard uh, oh, yeah. remix. That was so good. Oh. The original part from BBS redone, and then they added a second part. Uh, some people I've read online don't like the new part, but I'm like obsessed with it. I love the new part. I don't care. It is it is good. And it loops seamlessly. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I love it. It's, it's such, such an evolution. Yeah. What else is there? Oh, the new... Hey, let's talk about the Sea Salt Battle track. Sea Salt Battle... Oh, yeah! Yeah, I'm sure you have opinions on that. Vector to the other promise. Vector <laughs> to the promise. Heavens. I think it's good. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, it's good. It's just... It's melody and percussion. So... Mm -hmm. I mean, like, expect... I, I personally, of all the remade battle tracks, my favorite one was Anti-Aqua. But uh, the new Sea Salt track is, is pretty freaking good. I, yeah. I, I, I think that Xion's theme is one that like needs to be played slowly. So for me, like Back to the Heaven is a subpar version of just vanilla uh, music, the, music for like, Xion. I think that's mm -hmm. the best version of that song. So hearing it like fast with a new like with toms and, and the new new percussion in that battle track is like, oh, this is cool. But I'm gonna go listen to Sean's theme. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I think um, I think they blended. Uh, they did a lot of blending very well, uh, such as uh, Vector of the Heavens and Other Promise. Um, also, just end on that, that five seven chord and blend it back into whatever key. Uh, it was a very standard transition. Yeah, but it it worked. Like it's you wouldn't think it would work, but it sure did. 
And uh, same with uh, Escarita del Xanort. Yeah. De Xanort. That one is freaking incredible. Because all the themes of all the Xanorts have a specific moment. And I think also um, that when you defeat one of them, their song doesn't play anymore. So they had it, it doesn't. It, it, Does it really? No, it doesn't. I was listening for that, and I tried that, and it doesn't work. I wish it did. Because oh, it's the same. It's the same track. It's the same track throughout the entire thing. Unfortunately, I think that I would have been, been like they had to compose three different versions of that of that track. Yeah. Not um, three. They'd have to compose like six. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I I feel like it was because of a hardware limitation they didn't do that. But I Shimamar so could have. It had she been allowed to. I don't know how how. Uh, the soundtrack is linked to things that happen on the game, but there's software called WYs Ys or something. Uh huh. <laughs> there are these different softwares that can play when different things trigger in the game. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's really difficult to, to have all six versions and then uh, transition between them in a way that be cost effective. Yeah. Well, the other well, the other thing is that um, there's a cutscene in between everybody dying. So it wouldn't have to switch instantly. It would, oh, yeah, right. it would just play a new one. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. Sure is just, I, I imagine it's just time. That could have been it too. Yeah. I feel like it would probably just be time issues because I don't think it would be that difficult to put it in the game. Mm-hmm. It's just having to have her recompose or compose six different versions, three of the new versions of songs she already wrote and made. Yeah. Um, I think in Oscarita D Xanor, I guess is that the awesome work on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, that, in that song, um, they have the accompaniment from like Xemnas playing underneath the melody of Young Xanor. Mm-hmm. And like they have Young Xanor's like pattern playing underneath uh, Ansem's thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's much more is then the sea salt uh, medley, for example. Yeah, so, yeah. I think that I think I definitely agree that this one was definitely written or done better than than the sea salt melody, um, as far as mm-hmm. how well it blends in all together. Yeah. Um, it's. I forgot what I was gonna say about it. Oh yeah, and then they and then they added this new uh, like chorus element to it as well. That was that wasn't in. They had this like I can't I can't. Like like the the chorus of it. I don't I don't know what they're saying, but gosh darn it, is it epic? Because uh, <laughs> I don't think it's the lyrics to Distati, or if it is, it's very like do 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 like that. It's probably likely that they have a choir library that just they just pick random sounds. <laughs> hey, that works. That you know whatever works. Use the eval. <laughs> That's kind of what ended up happening with um, the Distati Bounce uh, Rama, where I put that choir. I just chose some random sounds. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever works. Um, the uh, so let's see what other what, what other uh, what other remixes. Oh yeah, uh, Aqua's theme, um, Dark Aquas. Uh, 
So I had a question about that from earlier when David mentioned it. Is yeah. the anti-aqua theme in Kingdom Hearts 3 different from the one in 0.2? Because I've only played 0.2 once through, so I wasn't sure thinking back on it whether they were the same or if they had been changed. Yeah, it's completely, completely original. Because mm-hmm. the 0.2 one, um, basically Aqua's theme, but it's got a piano chromatic undercurrent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's like it. So there, there are now, I think, three versions of Aqua's theme in existence. 0.21, King Wars 3.1, and Breakfast theme. Yeah. And, and the, the medleys that happen at the end of the game. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I remember, yeah, go ahead. No, that I was just one because I oh, okay. Anti-Aqua's theme is the equivalent of, um, uh, I guess, like, that's her Rage Awakened. Yeah. Right. We just need Vens. <laughs> Vens is Unbreakable Chains. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Vens uh, or, or, Vens theme is, is just a mixture of uh, Sora... Roxas and like an original hobo bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I like Terry's theme more. Yeah, I agree on that one. Not uh, my favorite theme. Someone who uh, we we have a, we have a comment. <laughs> one of the comments that uh, people sleep on the cutscene orchestrations. Uh, the one that plays in the to the sea top battle builds up so well, or the deep end cover in the aqua and Anson cutscene. Yeah. I think that those Big themes agree. are so like, cleverly done because they had to have been given the cutscene and then composed the thing behind it to match what's happening on screen. Mm-hmm. It's so clever when you combine all different old themes, weaving them in. Even like when, when Sora's like, gummy phone rings, it's Sora's theme on the phone. I know, I love that so much. So I think Sora's theme is the greatest in this game just because it's been orca- or remixed so many times mm-hmm. in this game, right? You have, you have it, obviously, it's remixed in, what is it, Link to All? Yep. Um, which plays, I think, a couple. contains Scarily Beloved. And I think it contains Sora's percussion. I don't uh, can't remember. I might be wrong then. I can't remember, but... Um, then you have it remixed as the gummy phone ringtone. Mm-hmm. You have it remixed in Toy Box um, with the frogs. Thing. Yeah, that's right. I was listening to that. Yeah, this remix in a lot of places. I think probably more places in this game than it would than it has been in other titles. For real, they were really like pushing Sora's theme more than any other game. Yeah, yeah. I, I like before being as obsessed with Kingdom Hearts as I used to be, or as I as I am. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know Sora's theme other than listening to the Piano Collections version of. Mm-hmm. And so, like, hearing that for the first time in, in King Wars 2, I was just like, oh, this is like interstitial melody. And then, yeah. Now, like, everywhere in King Wars 3, that is just, I like it. I like that they chose to, to hit home, like, this melody represents this character. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I, I have a little headcanon that everybody that has a uh, gummy phone has their own theme as their ringtone. Oh, I, mean, I want to see that in another game. I want to see Aqua answering her gummy phone. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me... Funny, funny note that Jimmy Cricket's like, I've given you all gummy phones. <laughs> no one will ever see you use them. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know. Oh. Um, Riku's theme wouldn't... Like, he wouldn't ever hear his phone because 
Yeah, well, it would be like a remix version of it, though. Like it was, like Sora's was. Uh, but you know who you know who would never hear their phone go off? Uh, Lee. Lee would never hear his phone go off. <laughs> I know. I I know Kristen was sad about that, and I'm sad about that. Ladies and gentlemen, struggle is not his thing. No, it Luxord has it too. All over YouTube, and it's like it plays elsewhere, guys. It's not just in the Roxas Axel battle. Yeah, it was in Chain of Memories first. People have, I guess, like associated with. Mm -hmm. yeah. They want him to have a theme song so bad. Uh, I actually had, I actually have this another headcanon that uh, that the um, shoot, what was it? The <laughs> dang it, what was it? Oh no, Thirteenth uh, Struggle actually belongs to the Castle Oblivion crew. Um, because it also plays, but it also plays during Lux Swords uh, fight in Kingdom Hearts Two, and I yeah. take that as Namara's apology for not putting the card user in Castle Oblivion. Oh yeah, that's okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. Uh, whenever you played, whenever you fought the uh, the uh, Dandelion people, like whenever you fought Luxord and and. Marluxia and Larxene. Yeah. Um, uh, a version of Castle Oblivion plays, I think, which is like the Castle Oblivion theme, which is cool. And then when you kill Luxord, uh, uh, what's that name? Lord of the Castle plays. So. Yes. So exactly. So they did that for Kingdom Hearts three as well. Was that's why Luxord was with uh, Marluxia and Larxene. We're like. If you didn't get my apology from earlier, yes, he should have been in Castle Oblivion. They're all fighting <laughs> together. See? See? I acknowledge it! <laughs> they put them together because they're the, the old dandelion, I guess. Yeah. That is true, yeah. They're all secretly part of it, except Demix. Except Demix, which was ditched for Somewhere. weird reasons. Demix is mom. Demix De is mom. <laughs> uh... <laughs> What so any anything else we want to talk? The gummy ship music. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I like uh, Shipmeister's shanty from Kingdom Hearts One more, but yeah. I also mm -hmm. enjoyed Sekito's new gummy ship. Um, because I, I I had to freaking listen to it while I was platinuming the game, trying to do all those missions. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah I got I got used to it. And I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think the melody flows well, and the harmony is, is appropriate. I like it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's no Shimomura thing, but it's pretty... It's pretty <laughs> are, you talking about, are you talking about the one that uh, plays during like the super bosses in Gummy Ship? Uh, just, just the general, general like, like, flying around. Oh, okay. So, okay like, yeah, yeah. The field theme of space. Of space, <laughs> yeah, the lanes between, yeah. I honestly missed the variations of... Uh, Blastaway Gummy Ship from Kingdom Hearts 1. Those, those, uh, did, I don't remember, did, uh, whenever you start a battle, or end a battle, did you, do you hear Blastaway? Or is that not part of Kingdom Hearts 3? I thought that was part of it. Yes, there's a remix of Blastaway Gummy Ship in the mission end screen. Okay. Gummy Ship Field Yeah, not that you mention it, you're right. It is, it is at the end of, um, when you, like, finish a battle. 
how has the the status basically or whatever? Okay. Is there a division version of Blastoise Gummy mm-hmm. there? I also really like the um, oh gosh, the one you had to fight with MD Mon, the the secret super boss of the yes, series. yeah the the newer one. Yeah, what's the name of that song? I thought that was a new one. Um. No, no, it is, it is an old song from the old game that it used to be part of. It's oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Wait, is this the secret boss yeah. in um, the gummy ship? Yes, the big thing with the three shields that move. Yeah. <laughs> is this an eclipse? I, I don't think I've bought it. One of the comments said it's Thermosphere. Yes, uh, that's the name of the song. And Thermosphere is part of the game that they used to be part of, the Schwarzgeist. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the game? I don't know what the game is. Oh, I thought it was a Final Fantasy thing. No, it is. I don't Ooh. think so. But the, they the did. Team, the team that did the the gummy part of King Wars Three uh, had released a game back in like two thousand something. And, I'm under. Yeah, that and that song, Thermosphere was part of Einlinder. And so Einlinder. I've never heard of this. Interesting. Oh, anyway, it's it's a. Uh, is that a Square game? Uh, I think so. It's Interesting. Cool. I gotta look that up. Because I like that. Yeah, Squaresoft. Yeah. Because I gotta, I gotta check Ooh, that yeah, out. Yeah, PlayStation One. Oof. Square Enix. Oh, is it Square Enix? Okay. Square Enix Sony Interactive Entertainment. It's a good. Really? Yeah. It's different enough too from the Kmart series soundtrack that you're like, oh, this is a, is an Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish we would have gotten another version of uh, Hazardous Highway, though. Hazardous Highway? Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite from 2. My favorite gummy theme from 2 was, was Hazardous Highway, yeah. Really? Oh, that's, that's really interesting. I loved Assault of the Dreadnought from 2. That was also good. I, I don't think I ever did well enough on the gummy to get to <laughs> <laughs> you needed to you needed to do assault of the dreadnought to um, return to Twilight Town and go on to World of Never Was. It was the very last oh, one. You mean the, the very last one? Uh, the it was like a, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about the secret bosses. No, 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 no. No. I don't. I think I may have beat that once, maybe. But I don't yeah. I built my first donut ship in King Wars 3 and did pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently that does... That, destroys that still works for some reason. Yeah, yeah that's, that was that a was trick in 2 and that's still the trick in 3. Some things never change. Fun, funnily enough, it wasn't. It didn't work in the first game. <laughs> <laughs> that's just an auto spell. Yeah, that doesn't count. Are they going to stick with uh, gummy ships in King Wars 4 and beyond? Yeah. I don't know. They did good with gummy ships in this game. Yeah, like, like, you know how, like, the organization teleports with Corridors of Darkness? Give Sora a corridor of light. I like that, yeah. Let Sora teleport. Honestly, though, um, I felt like 3 made the gummy ship fun. Something that 1 and 2 have tried, but haven't. I also like Adamantite and... Right, Damascus, mm-hmm. by breaking those rocks. That was fun. For some yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It's like destroying the meteors. Hey. Like it I was. Voluntarily in, I voluntarily find. Like I find myself voluntarily choosing to travel on the gummy ship. In three. Whereas in two, I'm like, 
I might do it once every, like, five months. Yeah. When I'll be like, eh, sure, we'll do this. I'm glad there's no Atlantica. Yeah. Not even Shimamura liked Atlantica. That's my favorite Shimamura fact. New Atlantica was the Caribbean. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I think the last thing about Kingdom Hearts 3 we want to talk about, uh, just because of time, we'll, we'll go over, doesn't matter. Um, but, unless one of you ha really has to, like, get going. I got all night, so. Um, but, uh, I, th I think uh, we, we gotta talk about uh, the final battle theme uh, for, for Xehanort. Yeah. And how yeah. <laughs> rough was? I thought it was all right. Um, the I it, admittedly like for for all of the past games, the ones I listened to most were always the final battle theme. Uh, like I always listened to Darkness of the Unknown. Um, not so much Gardeno del Buio, uh, but uh, a lot of the Dream Drop ones, Limpeto Escoro, uh, Lord of the Castle. Uh, like so, all of the so all of those ones I listened to the most. Um, oh, one I forgot to one I forgot to list uh, talk about, but I'll, I'll just reference it here. Um, I listened to the battle theme for Skull Gr Skull, uh, Grim Guardianess, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, the secret boss who I can't whose name is slipping my mind at the moment. Um, the dark, uh, dark Inferno. Dark Inferno. Yeah. Uh, that that theme I listen to yeah, way more than I do the battle the final battle theme, um, yes. which is very odd for a Kingdom Hearts game. Um, so I feel like that speaks that speaks for itself a little bit. Um, I also I didn't notice it in game, but uh, another thing that Biscuits met 047 mentioned was that it doesn't loop well. Yeah, um, uh, it loops very poorly. Um, you can hear that also in BBS. Shaded Truths doesn't properly. Oh. Yes, yeah, I, did. I noticed that one very much so. Um, but, uh, it, does take, it does take you out of the gameplay when it doesn't loop properly. Yeah, it's really weird. My, so, I think the theme fit well with what it was with the battle itself. For me, what was disappointing, and I'm sure David. Um, has a lot more to say on this. The thing that was disappointing for me was that it was it was Rage Awakened. Mm -hmm. uh, it's my it's also a similar yeah. issue that I have with um, the credits theme to key back cover. It's like it fits the theme, but it's just the other promise. Oh yeah, yeah, it is the other promise. That was weird. This was connected to like that's random. It's like, and it's not. So far, Roxas is not connected to Key. They just threw in the other promise because it fits. And that seems to be the same thing we've done with this. It would have been cool if they put Ven's theme. Yes. Credits. Yeah. That would have been like a neat, like, oh, he's actually in. Yeah. That, I, they should have done that. But instead they're like, uh, this one sounds nice. All right. Yeah. And that's what it seems like they did with, uh, with the end of the battle theme. For the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, they just—it's Rage Awakened, and Rage—that's not saying it. That's ling lingering will. We were talking about this earlier. So, David, <laughs> what are your thoughts? 
I have opinions, um, but none of Share them all. It's okay, none, none of us reflect our website, like, we don't reflect nope. cage database. Just, this is just a personal thing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm used to having lake motifs and motifs of characters that reflect what's going on on screen, and it's, it's, like, you can just have whatever sounding fine, but if it doesn't relate to the story, then it's just, like, another forgettable thing. But, yeah. I don't like the final battle theme of Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, at all. <laughs> Not good. Because it's an original thing, mostly original, and then like Rage Awakened is slapped on it, original, and then more Rage Awakened, and then it loops back. So <laughs> it's, and Rage Awakened isn't part of, isn't related to the what's happening. A lot of people will say, like, like, we're there because Sora's rage is awakened. He has to go into rage for him. And that's not what it means to have a thematic um, link to what's, like, oral story link. There's no link there. Mm-hmm. Because if Rage Awaken was meant to be uh, just a general anger theme, then it would have played any other time in the entire series where I was angry any other yeah. time. Which happens a lot. Yeah, it's only ever exclusively whenever Lingering Will is on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that reason, it doesn't make any sense that Rage Awaken appears as the final battle theme. Yep. I, I don't like it. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I didn't like that either. <laughs> Just think about, like, what if they put Dastati and then combined it with, like, Key of Darkness, which is, like, a secondary Xehanort theme. Key of Darkness and Dastati playing together would have been incredible. And I don't know why they didn't, why he didn't do that. I demand to hear this on your next album. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a mess. But, yeah. I I won't tell you what's on the third album. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm just messing. Um, Big agree. Big agree. (laughs) You can just, you can title a song whatever, but when you use it in a story, the title doesn't matter. Because, right. A story connection to when it's used and and yeah, when it's used is is ultimately important, the most important thing. And it's always been a lingering will. And to use it with Xandor doesn't make any sense. If lingering will had come on screen and dealt the final blow, then I would be so happy. But it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the link between Dastati and the original stuff and Rage Awaken is literally just like, like an instantaneous slap on like it's slapped on slapped on it's not there's no like there's no connection there's no flow mm-hmm. i have problems anyway <laughs> we have work to yeah <laughs> i i enjoyed that um so uh i think that's all the th- to, to make it clear though if you like it <laughs> feel free to like you like it i just don't yeah. Yeah. Like it as much as you want. Yeah. Anybody can like what and dislike whatever they want. So you you are entitled to your own opinions. So are we. Deal with it. Uh, yeah. So, but if you are if if you are in the comments, let us know your favorite and least favorite songs. We're I'm curious. I want to hear everybody's tastes and what and what they liked and disliked. Because I like hearing other people's opinions on the music. Because I love the music so much. What's that? If it's not Darkness of the Unknown, 
That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your favorite songs, but the correct answer is Darkness of the End. Correct. <laughs> if that is not on the list, you, we're not reading your comment. Yes. Anything that has the word unknown in it, you're fine. Um, or Darkness. Or Darkness. <laughs> That's all about <laughs> Um. So, something else that's coming up with uh, music is the Kingdom Hearts orchestras is happening. Uh, the first orchestra for this this uh, round, if you will, happens in 10 days. Uh, so we got this podcast in right at the right time. Uh, I didn't realize how close it was. <laughs> Yeah, I, we we almost had this next month, and I'm glad we did not. Um, yeah. So I am personally Saturday in Tokyo, Japan. You said this Saturday or next Saturday? Uh, a week from this Saturday. Oh, that's right, because uh, Shimamura is going to be at Anime Boston this weekend. Uh, yeah. Which, if it wasn't oh, Easter, I totally would have gone. But it's Easter, so I can't. Um, once again, once again, third year in a row. The orchestra, the orchestra performance in Los, Los Angeles, Angeles is lining up with E3. Oh, that's right. So, I don't know if there's something there, but there's been something there the last two years, so. Do you think we're going to get a trailer? I think we'll get Critical Mode trailer. I could see that. I could see DLC trailer. Or DLC in general, yeah. Like new Shion uh, scenes. Yes. Yeah. That's those are the only two things we have confirmed is uh, new Shion stuff and um, um, critical mode. So both of which I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping for playable Shion, but we can't have everything. But gosh darn, if I can't hope for it, I will hope for it. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops, I spilled. Um, I said that out loud. The, <laughs> uh, so, um, I'm personally going to the one in New York, um, in June, whatever the Saturday is, the 26th or something, but I'm going to that one. Are you guys going to any of the concerts? I'm not sure yet. If, if it's available, um, to buy tickets when E3 is happening, I think we'll definitely go to that one. <laughs> okay. I haven't, I haven't sought out the tickets. I'm, I'm going to import the CD. It's my personal. Yeah. Okay, Sam, are you going to any of them? I don't think I'll be able to this year again, unfortunately. No, that's all right. I mean, it, it sucks, though. To the music again from the album. Because they released an album over here. Yeah. Uh, I was... For the, for the sake, sake of, of, of that I mentioned it earlier, I, I, I honestly believe that they're going to release the, the Kingdom Hearts 3 Orchestra, or at least they'll announce it at the orchestra performance next week. Yeah. Um, the, the OST? Oh, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be 2.8, 0 0.2 soundtrack, and yep. the, the, the back cover soundtrack, and the Cameras 3 soundtrack, all one big package, I'm sure. I am very sure because they did the same thing with Birth by Sleep Recoded in Days. So I think it's going to be like that. Collective packages. Oh, well. It is just going to be, it's going to be huge. Like a, a triple, have they had triple game release? Like have they done, I think it's only been Birth by Sleep and... Oh, that was a triple? Okay. Yeah, that was the triple. Yep. They did 
They re-released um, Kingdom Hearts 1 soundtrack when they did the Kingdom Hearts, or Kingdom Hearts soundtrack complete. Yeah. That one had 1, 2, and Chain of Memories, or Rechain of Memories, rather. Yep. But, um... One track had already previously been released at that time, so... And out of all of the... Out of all the soundtracks to be released, North America has gotten, like, two. Oh Europe God. has gotten more than than the North America, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been so. It's, it's been, been seven years. years. We've, We've still not had the release of the Dream Drop Distance album. album. Yeah. Really? I don't know how to. I think Japan has Japan. Japan has. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But we haven't. We have. We haven't even gotten that. We didn't even get the Birthplace Sleep Days and Recoded one, if I'm remembering correctly. Like America didn't. I think we only got the very first one. And I think Vanilla Kingdom Hearts 2. I think those are the only two we got, if I'm remembering correctly. I'd have to look it up again, but... I've imported them from the <laughs> Yeah, I would have... I will eventually start importing them once finances catch up, because I want them. Um, I just want to know what the names of the tracks in Kingdom Hearts 3 are going to be. Oh yeah, that's the thing I'm looking forward to most. Like, I can listen to them on YouTube... But I want the official names. Yeah. We got it. We need this for the database. We need this for our lives. Yeah. Uh, but so. Soundtrack. 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 I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. Um, you know, if uh, actually, I'm gonna revise my uh, statement from earlier. That was actually that was before the podcast. I'm thinking that they'll release the soundtrack or at least announce it. Um, if they announce the DLC, because I feel like the DLC could have new songs. So if they so if they release the soundtrack and it's got new songs in it, then we'll know what the DLC is about. So it's like, I don't think that originally had it didn't have the Cavern of Remembrance, but the new Cavern of Remembrance theme was part of Numerous Two Final Mix's OST. So. Yes, yeah. yep, that came yeah, later. The um, the soundtrack complete one when they re-released mm -hmm. one and two soundtrack. God, I hope they do something like that. Keyblade graveyard of remembrance. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Can you can you imagine if they uh, released like all the CDs in like one big collection, be like this wide and this tall? Here's, here's the thing I'm sure is gonna happen for the next five years. They're gonna release the entire Xehanort Saga games as like a big PS. Oh yeah, yeah. And the soundtrack. I don't know if it will be done, but I think they might release a big catch-all soundtrack. These are the top tracks. Like, with it? Yeah. Okay. I can see that. In three years, we'll be hitting the um, 20th anniversary. Yeah. For the 10th anniversary, they released uh, the Memories and Melodies um, album. Mm -hmm. When did they do the Kingdom Hearts tribute album? I don't remember. Oh, what I what they could do is release. Um, actually, no, that's not official. Okay, so I think that, and I think they will also release um, a Xehanort Saga Ultimania, not with it because it's not official material. But I think the Ultimania company would release a complete version. I want it. I know. I know. I want an English version. I want. I want to. Come on. <laughs> I think uh, was Shiro Amano working on the Kingdom Hearts three uh, manga? Yes. 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 And that's yes. unofficial, technically, but 
all, all that release for the 20th anniversary. Gosh, oh, that'd be so the, cool. A mega package for like a thousand dollars. Cost is gonna be awful, <laughs> but I wanna. <laughs> I wonder how many people have jumped off the series now that the is finished. Uh, a big chunk because it is quieter. <laughs> I honestly, I don't think so many did. You don't think so? No. I think some so, stayed, some left. You all noticed, um, Garrick Wheeler? Yeah. Did that? Was it Garrick Wheeler? Yeah. He made a poll on Twitter a couple days ago, asking, uh, how many people have Kingdom Hearts as their favorite game now? Oh yeah. Um, and there was a surprisingly, it wasn't the majority, but there was a surprisingly bigger number that had listed, that said yes, that voted yes, that it was their favorite game in the series. Oh, interesting. So I don't think that many, I think, I definitely expected more people to drop off. I don't think that many people ended up. I think we'll slowly get more and more, though. I, I very much see it happening over time. Um, especially with... I think there's some people sticking around for the DLC, and then after DLC, they'll start to drop off. Possibly. So. Um, Hearts 3.5. 3.5 Final Mix. Oh, don't don't utter utter those words in my presence. Um, but uh, so, so last thing to talk about the concerts. Um, besides, we looking forward to them. Uh, this this round of concerts, if, if you will, is called World of Trace. Um, last year's was called um, Kingdom Hearts Orchestra Final Encore or something along the lines of that. Is, uh, War is Kingdom Hearts Orchestra World Tour Encore? Just Encore, yeah. Yeah, it's basically the same one as the year before. Mm -hmm. Except they switched out two of the tracks with the Toy Story medley and... Um, Dearly Beloved. Yes, yes, passion. passion. Yeah, I think so. I think they put the passion instrumental version. Uh, yeah, dearly beloved. Also, the Kingdom Hearts two version. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Oh no, they also switched out Twinkle Twinkle Holidays for Charles Oh yeah. So, uh, so really, that I that was just a reiteration of the first one. Um, or the or uh, I guess not the first one because we had first breath. Um. But the Kingdom Hearts Orchestra just kind of repeated with a little bit of changes. I th the fact that we got a new logo, a new with a new uh, new artwork of Sora, um, new, um, you know, a new name called World of Trace. I think this is going to be a complete overhaul uh, in comparison with uh, Orchestra A to uh, Encore. This is season two of the. Touring orchestra. Quite. <laughs> uh, so I guess last year could have been uh, Kingdom Hearts Orchestra Final Mix, if you will. Uh, where this is <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Orchestra 2. Um, so that being said, I, th uh, I have a theory that we will get uh, a completely new set list. Um, that we will start hearing songs now that we have Kingdom Hearts 3 music. Uh, especially because Kingdom Hearts 3 music uses an actual orchestra. Um, versus, you know, until 1.5 and 2.5, we didn't really get a real orchestra. We got, uh, synthesized instruments. Um, so they, I think they have, like, these were built to be on an orchestra. Uh, so I think we'll have a lot more to work with. Um, so I think, uh, so what do you guys think? What's that? Kawawata probably did a bunch of 
bunch of new stuff. I think he did most most of the actual orchestral arranging. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, Shimomura composed it. Yeah. Okay, so he so so Carl Wada was the actual person that like orchestra eyes did, if you will, ostracized it. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised. So, um, so that being said, uh, we we have the uh, set list, uh, the old set list pulled up, um, and we're gonna kind of go through. Uh, our predictions on what What's we gonna think gonna <laughs> is going to be the new set list. What's that? What's going to be in the new one? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, who, who wants to go first, I guess? No, heck. I'll, I'll, I'll start with the things that I think are going to stay. Okay, yeah. Sure that the study and dearly beloved and probably with Organization 15. Either that one or the, the Let Darkness Assemble I think they'll all be part of it. Um, other than that, I think they'll keep the Daybreak Town stuff. Yep, mm-hmm. Because that's still relevant. I don't know about the rest. I, I hope they keep Treasure Memory. That's my favorite arrangement. Is it, right? <laughs> it's so good. Um, but I don't know about the new stuff. I, do you think the track list will be, like, a bunch? Or do you think it will be about the same as the original show? Or... I think the original show is about 12. Yeah. I guess, uh, uh, if I start saying what I want, it's just going to be me going through my list. It's going to be the whole keyword Yeah. No, well, like, what I did was I replaced, like, one song uh, on the old list with a new song. So, like, it equals the amount to be the same. Oh, that's Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't... KSM, do you have any... Like, did you do that at all? Or did you have any thoughts that you wanted to throw out there? I think they're going to switch out a lot of... For example, they switched out... Um, 2000, this 2017 performance had Twinkle Twinkle Holidays. Mm-hmm. They switched it out last year with Traverse Town. I think they'll switch that one out again. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I bet you anything, the 13th anthology from the Dramatica album in 2007... I hope so. Oh, that'd be crazy. I think it's only once. Yeah. And I don't think it was even live. I think it was just the recording. So. Yeah. Oh. That'd be awesome if that was there. And it's already I, done. The music exists. I want a Dramatica concert, please. A Dramatica and Memoria concert would be fantastic. I'd be, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Oh, instantly. Um, consider my organs sold. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I think also the toy box medley will be part of World of Trace. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. That the uh, you know the final medley that they put at the end of every game, like the yeah, the medley of all the like during the credits. I think that the Keynotes three one might be part of the World Trace show. I bet. So I don't know. But maybe. So here's my thing with that one. Um, first breath had March Caprice. Yeah, March Caprice. Mm hmm. Um. Fantasia. The Orchestra World Tour had Fantasia La Marcia. None of those had the battle themes for the worlds, and that the battle themes for the worlds is a separate track in last year's program. So I'm kind of like, you done me wrong again, King. What is this? Why, why are we cycling battle themes for the credits theme in this title? Oh yeah, we didn't get a we didn't get a uh, new credits theme, did we? Kingdom Hearts Three, yeah. Oh. 
Strat. So ah, I don't know if that, I don't know if the credits team is going to make it to the orchestra performance this year, just because they could just like they could just put all the Disney World themes in in a track like they did for um, the World of Kingdom Hearts, which is one of the tracks in last year's program. Yeah. Do you think they would edit the songs or the the tracks that are already existing to more stuff? Like, for example, would they were Kingdom Hearts 3 field themes in a world of Kingdom Hearts medley that's new? I think so, yes. I think that's going to be a complete overhaul. Um, that, well, that's one of mine. Instead of Worlds of Kingdom Hearts, it's going to be called, that song is going to be called World of Trace. And it will be the, feel, it'll be all the uh, themes from Kingdom Hearts 3 specifically. Yes. That'd be cool. I want to hear Kawarada's orchestration of Ishimoto He's gonna skip those ones intentionally. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I think okay. What? I'll, before I start going through my list, one last note. I still have zero idea why I've entered the darkness was in the Heroes and Heroines theme on the of the orchestra. Yep, we still don't know. That doesn't make sense. Everybody thought Vanitas was going to end up having like a redemption. Nope, very opposite. He's like, I I am darkness incarnate. And then it's like, alright, chill, bye. I choose darkness. I choose darkness, but you can choose, I am. I choose darkness, oh. Okay then. Well, <laughs> bye. I, I I very much love that line of like how like I'm I am with you always. I'm your shadow. How can I get closer than that? And I'm like, ooh, that was a very good line. I like the whole brother thing that was happening. Yeah, that was so cool. I think people will take that too literally, but I I really love how he used that word. That was really cool. They did such a good job of dialogue in the game. That's for another time. Um, so, Hikari, I think they're going to keep. Because they had uh, Hikari in the credits of Kingdom Hearts 3. Hikari. Hikari. I, I know what I'm saying. I, don't, I speak Japanese. Hikari. Um, I th- yeah, I think that's going to be kept. Um, I think that's going to replace Passion. Oh, okay. okay. That yeah. Um, Dearly Beloved, uh, they ch- they changed it every iteration. I think this it time... It'll be the, the Union Cross version that played during Kingdom Hearts 3, I bet. No, it'll be, it'll be the version that played on the PS4 Pro. Uh, oh, the, the one with, Hick, with uh, Kyrie's letter. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that'd be, yeah, I bet you. I bet you that would be... I think that is the version they're going to play. Is that the same one that plays at the beginning of the credits to 3? I don't think it played there. I think it only played during the Lee Kyrie cutscene and on the PS4 Pro. I think those were the only two. Okay. I, noticed, I noticed that recently the... Section of Dearly Beloved that plays at the beginning of the credits to three actually is kind of hidden throughout the game. I'm gonna have to look into this. Maybe it did play and I didn't realize it. 
trying to remember um, more specifically I've heard it, but I, I noticed there's like, wait a second, this is the credits theme. Mm -hmm. But it obviously never starts playing the, the world battle things, because that'd be really awkward. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, keep going, go on. Uh, I think they'll keep Dostati and Organization 13 because those are both very relevant still. Uh, Dostati is like the staple of the, ser of the series, so I don't see them getting rid of that. Uh, Twinkle Twinkle Holidays in Traverse Town, I see them getting rid of uh, just because it's changed every cycle. I don't know what they would change it to, though. Um, they might just remove it altogether. They, maybe they'll just remove it and they'll have both Don't Think Twice and maybe they'll do a Face My Fears like orchestral remix? Ooh. That might be weird. That'd be cool if they did, though. Yeah. That'd be a weird positioning if they... Because you think that they're going to have Don't Think Twice replace the Passion. Yes. To also have Face My Fears would be like, oh, okay, I guess we're not going to put any Shimon more tracks. We're just going to focus on that. Right? Oh, that's true. <laughs> so maybe they won't. I don't I don't know. Um, imagine if they did a... If they kept... Or if they replaced Don't Think Twice with... A face, face my fears, fears orchestral arrangement. That'd be interesting. I want to hear what regardless. <laughs> um, I think missing you, or sorry, crap, I spoiled it. Um, I think treasured memories is going to be replaced by missing you. Yeah, yeah. Do you think um, it'll be with nominee or just missing? I think it'll be a. Th I think it'll be a theme with nominee. Um, I think it, they're going to steal your idea. idea. Yeah, uh, either that or, uh, yeah, I'm gonna steal your idea. Um, because, especially because, like, that's the scene where, uh, Kyrie was killed. Uh, they played Missing You when he was running up the rock. So, I feel like that holds significance for three. Even opinions very much differ on Kyrie. Um, I think Fate of the Unknown is gonna be replaced by the Dark Aqua theme. Uh, because, remind me, was, was Dark Aqua, um, was that a combination of Aqua's theme and Fate of the Unknown? Um, no. I thought I saw a tweet about that, but yeah. maybe I, but that was a really long time ago. But it, I think it did combine elements of, of previously existing, I did an analysis on Tumblr a while ago, I can't remember, but I know it's Aqua's theme, I know... Uh, oh gosh, now I want to look it up. But I think it was mostly original. I think it was mostly just a completely original. Okay. Hold on. But I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. Where's, where's my old post? Because <laughs> I thought I saw somebody... I, th I thought I saw you guys, like, when the uh, when the song first dropped, uh, th when we first saw Sora battling Aqua in that trailer, that was really, really hard to hear the music. But what we heard was amazing. And I think, I think it was one of you guys or somebody said, we think it's Fate of the Unknown with Aqua. Like, it was a prediction. I don't know if that became true or not. I'm trying to remember how it goes. Because uh, there's no chance I'm going to be able to find this. <laughs> Worst case scenario, we'll throw it in the description. <laughs> we'll put it as an annotation that, don't exi that do doesn't exist anymore. Um, while you're looking that up, feel free to interrupt me, uh, but I'm, I'm going to keep going with my list. Uh, the battle, th the battles of the land, I think are going to be replaced with the battles of, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, okay, yeah. 
Heroes and Heroines? Found it. Okay, go ahead. It has, it has a tear motif in it. Oh, okay. So that's the only original new thing in it's a, it's okay. a mixture of mostly Aqua and the choir and a little bit of Terra and, and I think Brass. Okay. Maybe I was th maybe I was thinking that because Terra's theme also plays in Fate of the Unknown, maybe that's what I was thinking was that part. I think it's so weird that Ven's theme isn't part of Fate of the Unknown. I know. Like I realized that Fate of the Unknown was like that, that was the basis for Terra and Aqua's themes. Yeah. It was the basis yeah, for Birth by Sleep to begin with, because that came first, but yeah, it's weird that Ven isn't in there, and it bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the battle themes, I think, will be the battle themes. Uh, Heroes and Heroines, I don't know. I They might keep it the same. Maybe they'll remove Venetus. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lazy Afternoons, I think they'll put in the Kingdom Hearts 3 version of the Lazy Afternoons to, uh, and Afternoon Streets uh, combination theme. I would die, but it'll happen. Lazy I Afternoons and Afternoon Streets are basically the same song. Just one plays with Roxas and one plays with Sora. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll die again. Um, I think Vector to the Heavens and the Other Promise will get... Uh, instead of having two separate songs, they'll play that uh, combination Ooh, the theme. Salt yeah, the Ooh. Sea Salt Medley. Um, Wave of Darkness will stay the same because that was still relevant. Or it'll be combined with um, the the uh, uh, Union Cross theme. Oh, or Anti Aqua, yeah. It could go either way. Because. <laughs> I was thinking about that, and I'm like, Wave of Darkness wasn't really played that much. Only with the... Demon Tide. Demon Tide, and Demon Tide didn't show up as often as I kind of hoped it would. Nah, it showed up enough. <laughs> I, was, I was tired of it. <laughs> yeah, I was done with it. I didn't think it was going to show up at all in 3, but here it is. Uh, differing opinions, and everyone is valid. <laughs> Um, oh no, okay, the Daybreak Town theme, um, I don't know if they're gonna keep that or if, that, or if they're gonna throw in the, um, the Daybreak, the Union Cross theme into that, or how that'll play, but I, I feel like Daybreak Town might stay the same. Yeah, I think it, they'll probably also keep the other promise. Yeah. Um, Darkness... It just wrote darkness. Um, yeah, I maybe maybe that'll be replaced with the new Escarina de Xanort. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Maybe they'll throw a Lord of the Castle this time. That'd be great. That's one of the last tracks. Please, that'd be fantastic. Or a combination of like Lord of the Castle, Forgotten Challenge, Graceful Assassin, Sight the Petals. That'd be great. Give me, a, give me a calm medley. Yeah. Um, the rest... With the um, Kingdom Hearts 3 final boss thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're not invited to the next podcast. I bet uh, you, though, that they'll have, like, maybe a Rage Awakened. Uh, I could see that. That'd be neat. Because we did have one for First Breath. Track. Yeah. For good reason. Um... I think that's actually all I had. I wasn't sure what they'll do. I think they'll get rid of Passion. If anything, they'll replace with Face My Fears. The Toy Box theme, 
Toybox theme will be in the worlds, and then, um, what's the last one? Oh, Fantasia a la Marcia. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Keep that Fantasia. Yeah, give us the Fantasia medley. That's what we, we want. Um, I bet you that they'll keep the Sheen, the Vector, the Evans, the Memorial version. I'm trying to remember what happened in Memoria. That was Memoria. Um, I think what happened was I listened to it and I cried. Um, besides that, I don't remember. I think it was the other promise and... Oh, do you think that they'll have a version of, um, the Another Side Dearly Beloved Somnus thing? Oh, oh, I forgot about that track! Yes. Yes, that will be in there. I hope. It's <laughs> I will take a picture of the set list and tag both of you so that we can see how wrong we were. Be like, guess what was in here? It was the same thing as last year. Oh, I will be so mad if it was the same thing as last year. I would too. I can't be mad though, because I, I'll hear that again. It, it's so good, but I want it to be new. Um, so, oh, one last thing I want to say about the music. Uh, is that when you entered Scala Ed Kylum, the first theme that plays was the same theme that was in back cover. Yes. Yes, so it was. The case was a fourth Yeah. Which is interesting and weird. And then under Scala is Daybreak Town, so there's a connection, clearly. Exactly. Oh, it plays again during... Uh, well, I don't think it does, actually. During the epilogue, that's... that's... Does it? Um, oh, yes! Yes, it does. It does it? Is it? Oh, okay. It's a different one. Yeah, on YouTube, it's just called Epilogue uh, Squiggly The Lost Masters. It's yeah. Really it's got yeah. an harpsichord and organ. I have yet to hear the extracted version of that, so I, I'm going to listen to those because it's so good. Um, but yeah, I think with that, uh, that kind of covers our thoughts on the music and the. Uh, the uh, orchestras. I don't think we had anything else. I didn't look at the list, but I think we're good. Sweet. I think we're good. So, uh, David, thank you uh, for joining us for the first time on our uh, Cornerstone of Light podcast. No worries. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. You're fun to talk with. <laughs> <laughs> me when I rant about the last battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, but uh ending right yeah. bye <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go sleep uh but the so thank you for joining us uh we will be back next month hopefully with yeah with new stuff and new things hopefully with new news so follow us on twitter follow us um everywhere we're the Kingdom Hearts Arcade database on Twitter. That's our main yep. communications. Join our Discord. It's all in, in the description. Follow David on Twitter and on uh, Project Disdotty as well. Follow Project Disdotty. We tweet about memes. It's great. If you like memes, it's they're good. If you like music, they're good. They're, you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we will be back hopefully next month with more news, more discussions. So thank you for joining us. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye.